Welcome back to the Spirits Guide Podcast. I am Rich, your guide to the intoxicating spirits world. And this is Tuesday Night Tastings. Used to be Tuesdays 2, but it's kind of morphed into Tuesday Night Flights. And I was inspired over the weekend. You know, I, you guys know, I love books. I, I love music. I, you know, I love movies. And kind of two of those things came into play over the weekend. One, I went and saw a movie that I'm going to wait until Friday to share my thoughts with. But then I went next door to Barnes and Noble and I bought a book uh, that I have fallen in love with. I'm a quarter of the way through it. Uh, The Rum Diary by Hunter S. Thompson. And that inspired me not only to do this tasting, Tuesday night tasting of rums that, uh, you know, are everyday affordable, great rums, but then to further explore rum, on Friday's episode, we're going to be tasting some big-time heavy hitters, uh, talking about the movie that I saw, uh, talking about the book, and so much else. Yeah, I, I was inspired. I couldn't stay away. So we're going to do a whole week of rum, and it starts here on Tuesday uh, with Picardy Four-Year, Plantation Isle of Fiji, and Papa's Pilar Rum. Uh, yeah. This is a fun one, if not a hot one. Uh, So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, And as always, thank you guys for being here on the journey with me. Um, If you like what's going on here, and if you're here, then you obviously do like it. So go to that podcast page, click the follow button, give it a five-star rating, share it out on your social media. You guys know the drill. Follow on Facebook and Instagram. You can message me through both of those platforms. And for everything else, you can email me, thespiritguide89 at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoy the episode as much as I enjoyed making it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Cheers. All right, here we go. Uh, here we are, guys. Tuesday night tastings. Uh, it's no longer Tuesday night tastings. It just sort of morphed into Tuesday night flights. Uh, we're drinking a lot on Tuesday because, you know, the weekend is a long way away. Uh, my goodness, though. I I, I kind of want to apologize again for last Friday's full episode. Uh, obviously not my finest work i appreciate anybody who stuck around and listened all the way through anyways uh i appreciate you guys for that and i know i had said that uh you know i was gonna take a break for the summer but some things have happened i'm re-inspired re-fired up and yeah there'll be another full-length episode this friday and this this is sort of the start of it this is gonna be rum week for me you know inspired by you know, I don't just drink. I do other things. I, you know, I love movies and TV shows and music and books. And this week is inspired by my latest sort of reading adventure, which uh, is going to end up being a really short read. But it is The Rum Diary by Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, I just started, but it's already off to a great start. I, I like Hunter Thompson's style. And if you're out there and you're thinking like, Bro, you're like 50 years old. You're just finally reading The Rum Diary. 
as much as I love to read, there's been some sort of black spots in my life where I just didn't take the time to read. I, I let it sort of get away from me. And now I feel like, I also feel like I was, I don't know, get caught up in what's sort of popular at the time. And, and now I find myself going back much like with music, with books and going back and reading some of these classic uh, stories and, and kind of, I almost feel like I'm better off reading them now at 50 because they make more sense to me than had I read this in my twenties or thirties. Um, either way, rum diary is what I'm reading and that has inspired me to do a week of rum starting on this episode of, of Tuesday night tasting where I'm going to taste three sort of everyday rums. Um, and then on Friday, I'm going to bring out the big guns, uh, some of the better rums in my collection. And if any, you know, if any of you guys out there have some samples of some high end rum and you're like, Hey, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Please feel free to share. I will include them in this Friday's episode. Obviously, the time frame, this comes out on Tuesday. It's only going to give us a couple days to do that. Um, but if not, I have some some heavy hitters in my bag that I want to taste and a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk about on Friday. Re-re-inspired. Um, I'll, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I went to the movies this past weekend and I saw a movie that was, it had an effect on me to the point where my girlfriend said, you're going to talk about that on the podcast. And I said, yeah, I thought I was going to put the podcast to rest, but this got me so wound up. And then I went and bought the rum diary right after that. Cause I needed something to get my brain back on track. And then that re-inspired me to do this whole week of rum. And here we are. It's Tuesday night. We're tasting. And you guys know the drill. We're not going too deep of a dive, but we are going to have a little bit of info on it. And these to me are three just good rums, everyday sort of rums and different. You know, I, I think, and I'll talk more about it on Friday, but rum as a category, it, it's kind of got this, you know, people who know, really know, and then everybody else thinks that rum is just this sort of sweet thing that you mix with Coke. And I, I think it gets overlooked as a sipper. And, you know, man, with how hot it has been outside, if you guys are still drinking 110, 120 true proof uh, bourbon with the weekend we just had, the weather we've been having, uh, you're an animal. Good for you. Uh, but I'm going to dial it back a little bit. Uh, rums are also an interesting thing globally because every country sort of has its own laws. So if you're sensitive to sugars um, and things like that, you really do have to kind of investigate where the rum is coming from. Uh, and there's a couple ways that we'll talk about tonight and on Friday as well on how to get that info. But really, nobody wants to hear me ramble. Let's talk rum and taste rum. The first rum up, and this is an appropriate one uh, because this whole week of rum was inspired by a book, you know, The Rum Diary, Hunter Thompson. Uh, this first rum that I'm tasting, sharing with you guys, is Papa's Pilar, and this is the blonde rum. Man, I love, love, love this package. Um, it's it's pretty diesel. The cap used to have a chain on it that went around the neck of the bottle, and then it held onto the metal cap. Uh, the chain is gone now. 
uh, but just a big it almost looks like one of those bootlegger flask bottles but just shorter and fatter which is how i'm starting to feel about myself as i get older i feel like i'm getting a little bit shorter and definitely a little bit fatter so papa's pilar blonde rum uh it is their website listed as the world's first blonde rum i don't know entirely what that means but here's the tie-in to the literary literary aspect ernest hemingway he lived on the island um and he hung out in a bar he's got a daiquiri famously named after him the hemingway daiquiri um everybody there called him papa and he had a boat that he loved and his boat was called the Pilar. So the brand of rum, uh, Papa's Pilar, Ernest Hemingway's boat, basically. Uh, it's actually endorsed by his family. It's got his name there. It's a Solera blended rum. And it is a blend of six rums from the Dominican, Panama, Venezuela, and Florida. It's something we don't often think of when we think of rums. We don't think of, you know, we think of the Caribbean, uh, more and more stuff is popping up from like Brazil, uh, but we don't usually think of Florida rum. Uh, and then kind of what makes this special is all those rums are blended together and finished in bourbon barrels and Oloroso sherry barrels. Now it's blonde and, you know, the color isn't clear like a, you know, like a Bacardi silver or a, um, a privateer silver. It's not clear like that. It does have a little bit of color to it. So, you know, hence the blonde. On the nose, I'm going to say there's probably some some sweetness to this um, or sugar added. I do get some of those Oloroso notes right there in the nose. That kind of nuttiness, that, you know, kind of figgy dried fruit. What are we looking at for proof here? 84 proof. Um, yeah, so your typical rums are around that 80, you know, to 84 proof uh, kind of point. And I'm just drinking this straight. Mm. It's got a, a really great viscosity to it. A ton of vanilla and banana notes on the on the, the palate, like kind of on the side of the tongue there. Just a, a little burn to keep the sweetness in check. It's got some of that sort of custardy kind of mouthfeel and flavor that that Bully Boy Rum Co-op number three had. Yeah, if you're a fan of that Bully Boy Rum Co-op number three, this is definitely in your wheelhouse. Very, very similar flavor profiles. Rich, viscous. It, not as sweet as I had remembered it as being. Um, you know, sometimes when you, you taste something, and I've talked about this before, if you, you taste something and then, you know, you kind of get the, the thought in your brain of, what it tasted like and that sort of grows and evolves like any tale we tell ourselves. And sometimes we believe that something is more or less than what it was. I was expecting this to be a little bit sweeter. This is really, really nice. It's got, again, all those sort of custard flavors. 
yeah, but there's like a nuttiness. Um, and some of the spice notes from the sherry. All right, one more sip. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a blonde rum. But if you closed your eyes and you didn't see the color of this coming at you, you'd think that was a dark rum. It, it just, it's got the body and the flavors of a dark rum. Some of that burnt sugar, molasses. Yeah. Very, very reminiscent of that Bully Boy Rum Co-op number three. Delicious. All right. Rum number two. I guess I'll go in order of age. This is maybe if I had to pick a favorite brand of rum. Again, is there a sweeter sound than that? This is Plantation. I love everything that Plantation does. Uh, Do not be surprised if Plantation makes a return appearance in Friday's episode. You know, they make a bunch of great rums. Uh, Plantation is owned by the people who own Pierre Ferrand Cognac, who to me make some of the best cognac that we get in this country from France. And they really wanted to get into the rum business. They, you know, making cognac, the art of blending is something that they're very good at. And they wanted, you know, to make Plantation rum, which is a blend of different islands typically. Some of the best rums I have tasted come from the plantation lineup. This one here, though, is from one island, and this is the Plantation Rum Isle of Fiji bottling. Uh, By the way, that Papa's Pilar, I want to say right around the $40 mark, Plantation Isle of Fiji, underneath, uh, my God, the price sticker is still on there. I paid $25 for this uh, when I was up in Salem. A few months back. Oh, man, that's that's pretty on the nose. This is a totally, totally different rum. Some of the things I love about Plantation, full transparency. You can go to their website, get a full breakdown, and they break down everything from how long they ferment the rum, the islands that it comes from, the barrels that it's aged in, and there's even a line on there that says dosage. And that is basically the sugar added to the rum. Again, every country has its own rules. Some you can add sugar, some you can't. You've really got to kind of do a little bit of research if you're sugar sensitive. But with Plantation, the research is easy. You just go to their website. It tells you exactly what it is. Here's my specs on Plantation Isle of Fiji. Obviously, all the rum comes from Fiji. It spends two to three years aging in old bourbon barrels in the Caribbean. So you're getting that Caribbean heat influence. Then they ship the rum back to France where they age it in Pierre Ferrand barrels for one more year. So those are cognac barrels. So you're getting bourbon barrel and then cognac barrel finished for a year. The dosage on this is 16 grams of sugar Per liter. Do the math. Uh, Man, this heat is getting to me already. I couldn't figure that one out in my head. So on the nose, this is a lot drier than the Papa's Pilar. It's got some of that great rum funk. If you guys are out there 
and you like good, funky, dry rums, this is right there. There's a, a, a smell in there that I can't quite figure out. It's almost like like straw or hay. It's almost like it smells like like sugar cane, but like the cane itself, not the sugar. Like that really like a almost like a hay kind of smell. Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, what do we have for proof point here? 80 proof. Again, this is going to offer you a similar drinking experience to whiskey. It's got that great oak influence. And if you think Kentucky's hot, imagine what the heat is in the Caribbean. Um, it's going to have some of that oak flavor. But at 80 proof. So when you, you know, when it hits the fall and we're all drinking 120 again, it's almost like we're getting in game shape to just sip on a whole bunch of 80 proof rum. Um, all right, I'm going in. Mm. Man, that is delicious. Um, brown sugar, oak. Again, some of that sort of like uh, grassy hay, little vegetal, but definitely just a touch of sweetness there to kind of keep everything kind of bound together. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, a sucker for everything Plantation does. In fact, on the first episode that I did with a guest here, uh, back when Peter Thomas and I did the Jamaican rum, he was kind enough to share a Plantation single barrel. Uh, go back and check out the that episode where we talked about Bob Marley and Jamaican rums uh, to get my thoughts on that Plantation rum, which was just fantastic. And the great thing about these rums is they are not expensive. Um, you know, relatively speaking, if you like older whiskeys, you can get old rums for kind of short money. I mean, I think the the single barrel rum that he had, which I think ended up being like 25 years old, maybe under 150 bucks. Like, find me a 25-year-old bourbon. Find me a 25-year-old scotch for under 200 300 dollars. You can get good aged rums for a lot less and get the same style of drinking experience. This one here, again, you're talking 25 bucks. Uh, all right, I'm going to finish this up. Before I go any further, again, Papa's Pilar, uh, I'll put, you know, the picture should be up on Instagram by the time you guys hear this. Uh, is it good? Yes. Is it worth the money? Absolutely. The The bottle? Definitely a conversation starter. It looks like something that would be... It looks like something that would be in Cuba. The way they would, like, recycle bottles. Like, it, it doesn't look like a, a, a spirits bottle. It almost looks like, you know... I, I don't know. It, it looks a little bit more kind of industrial. Like, it was used to transport something else. And then they just used it to put rum in. Does about a side of conversation. Absolutely. Everybody who comes to my house looks at that bottle and they wonder what it is. Plantation Isle of Fiji. This is one of the prettier labels from the line. Um, is it good? Yeah, it's outstanding. And at 25 bucks, 
it is well worth the money. And, you know, it's got the very plantation label. It's got a lot of tropical flowers, a lot of blue in the background. It just, it's a really beautiful presentation, kind of wrapped in sort of straw all the way around the bottom. Yeah. Good. Worth the money. Definitely a conversation starter bottle. And then number three. And this one kind of surprised me. Um, and you guys are probably going to go like, really? You're including that? But yeah. Bacardi Quattro Añejo. It's Bacardi's sort of premium line. They have a, a four-year, an eight-year, and a ten-year. And they do some other higher-end stuff. And it's sad because, you know, everybody knows Bacardi as like the silver rum. When I started bartending, you know, it was the rum of choice for from rum and Cokes. And that's what we did with it. And, you know, they built an empire, bless them. But it also kind of did a lot of damage to the category because people only believe that that's what, you know, rum was used for. And it, they all believe that that's the only thing that Bacardi could do. And then, you know, in the last few years, these bottles have started to hit the shelf. In Yeho, we know from the tequila world, kind of roughly translates to aged. So Quattro and Yeho, Quattro is for, for aged. Uh, this is Puerto Rican rum. And here are the health facts. Per ounce and a half, there's 0.4 grams of carbs, 0.4 grams of sugar, and 100 calories. So even though we think of Bacardi maybe as something of a, a lesser, sweeter style of rum, their age series are right up there. And you know, for somebody like myself who's sugar sensitive, this is not going to do a lot of damage to me. Now, on the nose, again, this is a totally different rum than the plantation. The nose is much sweeter. Almost a little marzipan, cotton candy there. Caramel. Little toffee notes. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's delicious. That is, I mean, it drinks like a slightly sweeter whiskey. Vanilla, yeah, there's some banana plantain notes in there. Uh, but really, like the flavors of sweetness are there, but the actual mouthfeel and sweetness are not. That is delicious. And if anybody out there is overlooking this because it says Bacardi on the label, man, take a shot because you know this is a great value. And again, you're talking, I want to say it's around 30. It's under 40 bucks on the shelf without a doubt. And it's, you know, you definitely know it's Bacardi by the label. It's got the bat on there, you know, the big Bacardi name. But it also kind of distinguishes itself as a higher end product from the regular Bacardi. What do we get for proof point here? Yeah, so 80 proof, right in line with where you expect rum to be. All the rum, I'm assuming, is from Puerto Rico because it says made in Puerto Rico. Although, as we, we know, sometimes you get a little, little murkiness there. Um, but I'm assuming it's all from Puerto Rico. 
Is it good? Yes. Uh, is it worth the money? I hands down think it is. And does the bottle set a conversation? I think it does because it's the kind of bottle, first of all, where people see that and they go like, oh, Bacardi. Oh, wait, that's not a regular Bacardi bottle. What's the four mean? What's the Añejo? Isn't Añejo a tequila thing? And that should spark some conversation that, you know, you can kind of crack it for your friends. And because it's 80 proof, we can sit out on the porch on a warm night like tonight and have a couple of glasses uh, and be okay. Mm. There's almost like a walnut, almondy, like a amaretto kind of note that runs through the back of that, too. That is delicious. These rums are fantastic, and I think we've kicked off a week of rum in a proper, proper way. Um, yeah, hopefully this inspires you to go out. And, and try rum. Get out of your comfort zone. Expand your palate. Expand your horizons. Yeah. And and you know what? I mean, it's the deadest summer. It's as hot as the sun out there. It's a good time for cocktails. Mai Tais, Rum Runners, uh, Jungle Birds, you know, Tiki Cocktails. These are all great rums for that. Yeah. All right. It is hot back here, so I am going to wrap. Uh, but I so look forward to being back with you guys again on Friday. I know I said I was going to take some time off, but you know what? You're not getting rid of me that easy. I will be back on Friday ranting, raving, sharing some news and notes, and then drinking a whole bunch of amazing rums. So, yeah, if you guys like what's going on here, and apparently you guys do because you keep tuning in, and I appreciate that so, so much. Go to the podcast page, click that follow button, give it a five-star rating, and then share it out on your social media so your friends know that there's a podcast out there for them as well. Uh, let's grow this family, you know. Let's let's keep this journey going and, and get more people on it. Uh, follow along on Facebook and Instagram where I'm posting things all the time. You guys can message me through both of those platforms. And, you know, as always, if you've got a sample that you're curious as to my opinion of, uh, if there's something I have, I have tasted here that you're like, hey, that sounds really good. I'd love to try that. Do you have any extra? Let me know. If you're over 21, you're in the area, and I have extra, I will do everything I can to bring you a sample. And if you want to come here, hang out, geek out about movies, music, books, TV, what? ever and drink some cool spirits for all of that you can email me at the spirit guide 89 at gmail.com uh like i said last friday guys stay cool out there you know if you're drinking and it's this hot out make sure you're drinking water at the same time all kidding aside that you know the sun the heat can do a lot of weird things to your body dehydrate you really really fast alcohol dehydrate you so just making sure you're staying hydrated don't spend too much time in the sun. Go in the shade. Um, yeah, just stay stay healthy. Stay hydrated. Um, keep drinking, but just be smart about it. All right. And, uh, man, it's hot back here. All right. I can't wait to talk to you guys again on Friday. So, so, so much on my brain. Um, I can't wait to get it all out there. So I will talk to you guys then. Uh Thank you guys, as always, for being here on the journey. And uh, 
Cheers. Yay!